Okay, welcome back, everybody. It is your host, Jay Klon, and we're here for another Anime Talks episode. In this episode, we will be covering a very new anime, you can say. And within this anime, I have found a new love for the, I guess you could say, time travel-esque and suspense thriller, mystery, all that bundled into one. And it is, it's summertime rendering. Like it is great. It is a Hulu original. So definitely, uh, you got to check it out. You have to check it out. It is so great. It was a very joyous run. It was a, it's a one season hit and it is, a 25 episode run. So if you're looking for one of those animes that will capture you, um, have you on the brink of just the edge of your seat waiting for more, you will be pressing the play next. It is crazy on how wonderful and well-crafted this show is. I enjoyed it. I watched it, um, I'd say April of 2023 and it is, it's amazing. Like you just can't, you can't get past it. So let me, let's just get to it. I don't want to like just drop everything without getting into the usual way on how we handle this. So let's start off by getting straight to at least a synopsis and cover a few things before we get there. So summertime rendering is a very, a very intriguing show. It definitely puts a lot of different elements of different, um, live action movies and just movies in general. And that, that kind of cover the same thing, uh, for some people, uh, that aren't into anime or are on the fence about animes like these. Uh, if you've seen uh, happy death day, Groundhog Day and um, uh, Butterfly Effect. It's all it, it's all about those kind of things, like just that roundabout, all put into one. And with that being said, it's a once again a beautifully crafted show. It's twenty five episodes. So if if you're looking for something that can really pick up and put down all within a one season, this is it. And we're closely following Shinpei Ajiro as he is, as his parents died. Um, at some point in the show, you'll, you'll see that, but his parents died. And then next thing you know, one of his best friends, he catches a very weird, disturbing message that is going through his phone it's one of those things you have to watch because um, this is, of course, a spoiler um, area here. So uh, I will be dropping a lot of things. Definitely just watch it. But um, he catches this weird message and weird transmission through his phone that's telling him to return back home. And when he returns back home, he stumbles upon one of his childhood friends Ushio 
um, Ushio Kafune and comes to find out she's dead. And it, it is her funeral that he's returning home to. And there's like a lot of things that is going on here. And uh, it makes a lot of different references to um, other shows and other theories and all that s- such things. And what we are now seeing in the development of the show from this point is we're now investigating Ushio's death. That is what's going on. Um, the, the, the death um, is looked at as is written off by the on-site uh, kind of like the coroner kind of like thing. Um, it is one of his best friends. Um, it's one of his best friends. Uh, so, so he should It is so's dad. That is the, the, the doctor on site that takes care of all these things. So he writes off that Ushio was just, um, had like, I guess you could just say she drowned. Well, then we are met at the funeral with strangulation marks on Ushio's neck, which means we are implying that there was a murder involved. And then Shinpei, along with um, Ushio's younger sister, Mio, and their friends, Sohi Shigata and Tokiko Ishigata are now all looking to find out how everything is really going on and what really took place with the death of Ushio. Then now, a little bit later in the show, we are starting to see a different crazy development within this show. And we start to realize that there's like a a very horrifying presence that is involved. And there's like um, it's one of those what's in the shadows or what lies beneath type of vibes where we start to really see a lot of very tainting events happen and we witness more of like a swamp man type of um i could say um cultural uh boogeyman type vibes from the swamp man theory and that is people that are able to or as a matter of fact the best thing to reference that is the movie us where you have a doppelganger of yourself that is trying to live your life as you. And that is what's going on in this show. It is crazy. And that is what is happening throughout the whole show. And we first witnessed the first shadow see a shadow sight when there's little, there's this little kid that is in this and is, 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 um, the Shiori, which is the little girl that is at the funeral who apparently Ushio was trying to save. Well, during that whole thing, we have, we realized that 
indeed later on in the show that the real Shiori was already killed in a later, like earlier in the plot, but is revealed later that Shiori was killed and Shiori is a shadow. And these shadows are able to um, scan once, scan once a piece. And these shadows are very, very wild. And, and it's just very invigorating watching what's going on here with these types of shadows. These shadows are able to copy a person's memories, um, their their abilities, all all in abilities meaning that that person's skill set. Whether they uh, let's say they learned a new skill, like let's say they learned jujitsu within a week. Well, if the scanning happened a week later, that copy or doppelganger now knows jujitsu, and it is very crazy on how everything takes place and we end up learning through all this that Shinpei has the ability to relive past events well we find this out through one of the shadows of uh, his friend Mio which is Ushio's younger sister is copied by copied by the shadow and the shadow is out to kill Mio and replace Mio. And this, this shadow was able to successfully kill Shinpei and Shinpei rewakens up to the beginning of the show when he boards the boat to go back to the original plot of the story where he's trying to go to the funeral and we are starting to learn that Shinpei's ability also has a fatal flaw every time he is killed in this series he is able to go back in time but he is not able to always return back to Let's say set point one. Shinpei's at set point one. Well, if he dies an hour later, he is now not allowed to go back to set point one. Let's just say he is at set point one point one, where he is now five minutes past the original point that he was once at. So he's not able to completely relive everything so as you can tell by the way i'm wording this uh, for the happy death day groundhog day and uh, butterfly effect movie watchers out there this is a a a very copy and paste type thing here where shinpei has to make better decisions leading up to his death or try his best not to die, or try his best to save all the people that he's witnessing dying, and then he decides to um, to to die in certain parts of the show to go back and make better choices to save uh, a said person or or to prevent certain things from happening. And the other fatal flaw is 
if he dies in rapid repetition, he can be on the brink of stalemating his current time position. So let's just say in a 50 minute time span, if he dies at set point one and die and makes it not even 10 minutes past that set point and dies again, he get he gets pushed up until he is directly on the timeline where there's not he will he cannot go back any further. So in other words, he would I guess you would say like a cat would run out of the nine lives. And it is very it's very intriguing how they do it. It's very it's very tough to find good shows that are allowed to do this. And with Shinpei being able to have this ability, he runs into many other characters that we uh that have very very impressive abilities and are allowed to have uh, a very interesting side side plot and um, with that being said well i'll just go ahead and go through them uh we have a uh, genjiro nezu which is uh one of the older older fellas in the show he is a he's the sniper of we'll get to this part um we have these two people that are in one. We have Hizuru Minakata and we have Ryunosuke Nagumo. These are both the one and the same person where uh, Hizuru is the, is the famed writer that writes the book, uh, the Swamp Man, that is technically being conveyed in the show. It is so crazy how the foreshadowing is happening throughout this series here, where everything that is being covered in the book that we lightly touch on, and uh, as a matter of fact, Shinpei is actually reading this book as well. The the whole time that this show is going on, the book is almost being conveyed through all the different aspects and events that is happening throughout the whole thing. So Hizuru is a, is a very talented, very detailed planning, overly trained combat. Like is just, crazy on how like awesome Hizuru is but her twin brother Ryunosuke is uh the story behind that is Ryunosuke is um Ryunosuke died and was and was and, and was murdered at 14 years old uh well I, well, not 14 years old he 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 was he died 14 years prior to the events that happened in the show and then he was able to to become a shadow to inhabit his sister's body so in other words he was able to be a very uh, a very interesting cornerstone in the development of the show because Ryunosuke does 
the 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 do the fighting and all the crazy acrobatic type things in the body of Hezru. But Hezru was the witty, quick thinker who did all the planning for Ryunosuke when they would swap out, uh, swap minds, you can say, within her body. And we we also, we, we, we have other side characters. We have Tetsu, uh, Tatsumura, where it's a sleazy officer, um, close relative of the Kafune family, uh, Alan Kafune, which is the, the, which is Ushio Mio's father. And, um, we have, um, Sato Ishigata, which is the doctor who is the, um, the, the father of So and Tokiko. And then we have, we have um, Haine. So, well, we we're, we're actually missing one. We we actually have this this one priest technically that is in here. I can't recall his name right now. Uh, Masashiro Karakiri. So, um, is one of his Hizuru's friends, and also is the founder of the Hishigata clan, but also. He was the first shadow that Hane ever created and procreated with, making him a human shadow hybrid. So with that being said, Hane, which is the goddess of the island, uh, Hiroko Sama, and the mother of all the shadows, who takes on the appearance of a young girl. So this whole series, we are slightly, slightly, touching on crazy events that is going on throughout the whole idea. And it is, it is crazy on how this is all going. So this all really started a long time ago when Heine was a little girl that was seen a whale washed up. And then it's like, it goes to like, whew, it's just crazy. It goes to a lot. Like, I don't even know where to like start and begin. But in the end, you see all these characters team up for the most part, which you see. So, Hizuru, Mio, Ushio, Shinpei, uh, and Genjiro. And then you have Ryunosuke, Hizuru. You have all these people that are teaming up to to be able to take down the shadows and as all this is going on we get all types of exposition drops that are, that are just flowing everywhere as in we find out um one of the the priest uh Masashiro we see him like masquerade around uh, for all these years, uh, helping hide the shadows, but also bringing birth to new shadows. It is just amazing on how they did it. And then we end up crossing the border where 
Shinpei's ability is revealed and the enemy at one point is going out to try to kill Shinpei and overstep and supersede his ability to make him counteract himself and end up dying out. We see so much stuff and I'm not going to spoil the end. Definitely watch it. It is very it's very impactful. I I love the the show. It's it's just one of those top tier shows you just can't you just can't walk away from. It it is very impactful. I I enjoyed it. It's something that if you are the type of person that like a suspense thriller and a lot of mystery, watch this. It it will blow your mind. You will definitely hit play next every time. I did it. While I was watching it, um, I was in between trying to watch it at home and watch it at work. It is just amazing. Like just one of those chef kisses, just like it hits a whole different level of, of anime watching. Like you just really can't beat a really good plot that is time travel, but isn't too far fetched on time travel. Like they just have their rules, their limitations, um, the, 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 the punches, it hits every last bit of a suspense thriller that you just will not regret checking out. Uh, I give this definitely five stars, definitely like check it out. Don't run away from it. It's great. Just watch it. I'm telling you, you will not, you will not regret watching this. And when you do, please come back to this podcast and let me know what your thoughts were. I'm always open to taking in either suggestions on, uh, on, on animes to watch and, or just give me your own personal review to my review. Um, answer that, uh, exclusively on Spotify. You're allowed to answer back what your thoughts on the, the podcast definitely give you a review of this show and or give me just your thoughts based on listening to this and everyone this was another great anime to put down i will also be covering more animes coming up soon but it's going to be fleshed out and very well delivered i'm trying my best not to rush these out because i don't want to give out half content don't want to do that want to be able to drop something that i'm able to give full insights of just like this anime here um it's it's a shorter one so you know it's not there's not really much to say but there is a lot to watch definitely check it out so please just one moment and we'll be wrapping this up. So if you would like to check out this anime, check it on Hulu. It is a Hulu original. I don't know where else it is. I'm pretty sure you could check your, your, your crunchy roll. Um, it's definitely something I seen when I was just, just like browsing through Hulu. And, uh, I think this was during my, my ever long bleach uh, stuff I had going on. And I finally finished that, of course. 
But if you would like to check out the Bleach review, definitely go back and listen to that. That's also a good listen as well. This anime here is by beyond something to check out. And coming up next on our list of animes that we will be reviewing will be I'm pretty sure we're going to cover probably like K um, future diary, uh, probably a Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, there's really not much I could do with that one other than all of the, uh, us nineties kids will enjoy that one. Whenever that releases, we will be covering many more animes. Uh, if there's anything that you would like for me to cover and or watch, just drop anything that you can within reviewing this so thank y'all all this was anime talks and your host jay klein thank you